Welcome back to another edition of the Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. With- I am the co-host, Robert. <laughs> it's uh, It's been a, a few weeks. We took one week off. Uh, Robert was, you know, uh, schmoozing with uh, the bigwigs over at the Appleton City Hall. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Um, my, well... Yeah, I suppose I can get into it now. My middle son, Ryan, was uh, meeting with the mayor of Appleton for a Cub Scout requirement to get his whole arrow of light thing. And, uh, man, that guy is a tool bag. Is that a, is that a normal thing? You, I, you have well, to meet think, with the – you have to get your arrow of light, you have to meet with a uh, city administrator? Yeah, like a political figure. It's uh, – they try to diversify all of your like they do like the religious stuff the political stuff the you know it's just a part of developing a well-rounded child i guess in their mind but it was a neat experience i mean i i got no beef with him you know at least uh getting to know what it looks like but man listening to that guy talk like you can tell like he's just a used car salesman and he just knows how to respond to real like hard-hitting questions with just the most generic answers possible it's uh this really gives me something to aspire to as a recruiter. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, now, am I right? Your, your, you didn't you have a buddy that was almost the Appleton mayor? Yes. Yeah, I think he took like fourth if you tallied him up. But uh, so he almost make, he didn't make it past <laughs> the thing where you determine once it gets down to two people. But oh, the preliminary round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, his campaign was really entertaining. He uh, put like vote for Eric Beach on a roll of toilet paper because everything politicians say is shit. It was kind of a cool <laughs> cool thing he did. So he was putting rolls of toilet paper on everybody's doorstep. That was kind of fun. Well, you let- know, as far as taking weeks off, though, we picked the right week because I was in a pretty disgruntled place there, fantasy football-wise, over the, we- that last course. But now I feel like everything's right back where it should be. So I'm refreshed. I'm feeling okay about things. Yeah, it's uh, last week was an interesting week. I was in a bad spot, too. Um, I lost, <laughs> I lost to a guy who scored 53 points. You uh, lost to a guy without a quarterback. Yeah, well, you know, and I almost won, but my, my four game <laughs> winning streak was broken and, uh, and then I fell to four and five, which sucked. But, uh, you know, being six and four right now would be fantastic, but I'll take five and five. I, I still have an outside shot of making the playoffs. Um, Crawl is still in like a massive driver's seat for that sixth position. Uh, yeah. Even um, though he's, and I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't rule you out by any means, given that Lois and Travis are having some struggles currently. And I don't see those yeah, changing I got, too soon. And I got Travis this week. So, uh, you know, I can make up that one game. I need, st- I, my problem is I'm hopelessly behind a lot of people in points. Right, but I've been catching up. Um, how about <laughs> how about Andrew's team? Can, can, we need to talk about. Uh, oh, by the way, Andrew went on like a massive spree. Uh, the breaking news here is he went on a spree of trades. I actually started that spree, and. Uh, so he started going on this trade spree, 
And uh, I was like, Jesus, he, he turned over half his team. So then I, after he, he made the three trades, I looked at his roster and I was like, whoa, he, uh, he really made some movement here. And, uh, yeah, so I I was willing to make a sacrifice to to try to get my hands on Gronk, just because I knew he'd eventually be back when it matters, you know, mm-hmm. during the playoffs. Because I had Ertz and I had Schultz, who to me were kind of like the same guy, you know, 50, 60 yards receiving, middle of the field, the occasional yeah. touchdown. I didn't need two of those guys, but I wanted to. I didn't want to lose a piece too big, but I still wanted to upgrade the tight end before, you know, people realized Gronk was back and he was, you know, a touchdown machine again. So I figured Lockett for Debo Samuel wasn't too big of a, um, a concession, especially with Samuel, although he had a huge performance this week. He did. Yeah. He had a real big performance this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that necessarily could sustain though. Now that Kittle's back, Ayuk is being used more, the Garoppolo thing isn't always on point and he's Mm -hmm. Debo himself is battling injuries at the time. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Russ was coming back. I think Lockett's actually going to have a huge turnaround here and it'll look a little more favorable for me moving forward. Yeah. I mean that that's kind of the wild card in the whole thing is, is Samuel's been playing over expectations this year and Lockett's been playing under expectations. And if that were to continue, then, you know, Joby definitely won the trade. Uh, if right. that if that evens out, uh, considering you know he 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 really wasn't using Gronk. I mean, he could use Gronk. He's got Hawkinson. He's kind of in the same predicament that you are, where yeah, you know th- there were other there were options there, and if he could make a move somewhere to strengthen his team somewhere else, you know, why not move one of those tight ends? Which in his situation, you know, works in his favor with Samuel. Uh, but, you know, if things swing the other way, it could work the same way for you. Yeah. And the way I looked at it, I needed to have a tight end that could actually make a, a big splash in a playoff game mm-hmm. versus having, you know, just that consistent guy. I've learned too many times that the consistency guys aren't going to do it for me. So having Gronk during the playoffs come back and be a target for Brady, especially with other receivers battling injuries and stuff. Who knows with Antonio Brown, that's week to week, you know, he could end up being utilized even more heavily. And if not, I can just say he gets hurt again. I'll just leave Schultz in there. And all I really did was swap Debo for Lockett, which to me, isn't a huge, you know, either one of those guys are boomer bust. And yeah, like I said, and the thing with Joby's team, like I wanted to pick somebody to try to make a trade with that I wasn't threatened by as far as like season points, oh, uh, record, things like wasn't that. Wasn't threatened by, huh? So I figured <laughs> why not, you know, go after that chud who's got, you know, a half team the way it is and just let him have Debo that yeah. way, you know, I might lose points, but him gaining them isn't going to hurt me. Uh-huh. Um, now explain something to me here. Where the, where the hell is the transaction log in this league now? I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the actual trades that he made. And uh well, it seems like there's no transaction log anymore. That's eh, not important. Yeah, I mean it kind of is. It, I mean, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a transaction counter. Well, I got uh, so there's my trade Zach Ertz and Debo Samuel for Rogakowski and Tyler Lockett. And then there is scrolling, scrolling. Wait for it. Uh, Luke got Corderell Patterson, who is now hurt off of oh, Joby, that's right. yes. for Justin Herbert, 
So as it stands right now, Joby's winning that trade. And that's a big one for Joby because he just had Ben Roethlisberger and somebody else who I think is hurt. Who was his other quarterback? He had two quarterbacks for a while. And then there was a trade between Luke and Ed. Also, Joby only made two trades. I thought he made three. Right. The third trade was between Ed and... uh, and Luke, Kyle Pitts for Dan Arnold and Keenan Allen. Yeah, and I mean, flip a coin. I don't know what's a better deal there. I feel yeah. like Kyle Pitts was coming on, but I just don't know what's going on in Atlanta. And well, and Dan Luke Arnold and had Luke double too. Right, and Luke doubled down on on Atlanta too with Patterson and Pitts. Yeah. Don't Maybe double down on Atlanta. I did I did that to start the year, and I had to get rid of both my guys. Well, he acquired Patterson, so maybe he was flipping pits to get away from um, having too many Falcons. Like Wait, you. he traded pits? No, I'm confused. Correct. Uh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. He got Pitts and Patterson. I'm reading yeah, that's that what I thought. Yeah. This is great analysis. Yeah, we're really good at this. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we did our homework. Um, well, that's Luke just trying to follow in your footsteps. I mean, yeah. you know, you came out with two Atlanta players and failed miserably, and now he's going to do the same, and that's great. He doesn't that's pay attention as much anymore, so, you know, those things happen. That's why I was shocked to even see him involved in trades. I'm like, who's managing yeah, his account? I literally have, hire- I, it must be his wife because she definitely yeah. answers his phone. Uh, his accountant or something <laughs> is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um let's look at but, but i gotta say you know of all weeks for lockett to completely fail i'm okay with it being against the packers because there were some big time passes that were right by him that he catches those it would have been huge fantasy wise but yeah you know i'm all about them packers and yeah and uh, Seattle was it. Wilson was off. I mean, something that was wasn't beautiful right to watch. I was so happy. I wasn't going to complain one bit. That's the first time he's ever been shut out as a starter. Yeah, which surprises me because, like, I would assume Rodgers has been shut out too, right? Everyone, you would think that almost all quarterbacks would be shut out at some point, right? Yeah, I'd have to look. I have no clue. But I don't know you. Either. It's hard to do, like, but I suppose at some point a team stops trying for field goals if they get that far behind. So I could see it happening. Oh, I was arguing that the Packers shouldn't have kicked a field goal at all during that game after the Crosby miss. I don't like. I don't yeah. care. I don't care if it's not Crosby's fault because, like, trust me, I listened to the fan a little bit this week on my way home from work one day, and <laughs> all everyone was talking about was the field goal situation, and of course. You know, Crosby's been here forever. It can't be Crosby's fault. It's everybody. It's the holder's fault. It's the long snapper's fault. It's this. It's that. It's like, I don't care whose fault it is. When you're kicking game, like, uh, who I can't remember. Oh, in the uh, San Francisco game, they were saying that um, Robbie Gould is six of seven this year kicking field goals, and I'm like. Jesus, six of seven. Crosby's missed seven. Like Gould's right. kicked seven field goals. Crosby's missed seven. 
Um, yeah, it's. I don't. It is. It does. It seem like they've been missing more recently than in years past. Even from like long range, I just never remember it being you, this inconsistent. So, I think we say that every year collectively. If we just don't pay attention to that ever, I don't know. I have no idea what the. <laughs> I know things changed after they changed that kicking ball. You know, it used to just be the regular football, and then and then they brought in a kicking ball or whatever that's slightly different. I know the accuracy has gone down since then, but uh, I don't actually think it changes that much year to year. I just think mm-hmm. we always think that, geez, they're missing more this year. But I mean, when you when you have your your kicking game that's off like that, I'm like, just, I don't care if it's fourth and seven from the freaking seven. Just go for it. Like, why are we kicking a field goal? Fuck this. You know? Yeah, at some point, you got to just know that that's got to be like a desperation option. You know, anything under five yards. When you have Rodgers, you might as well just take a shot with him. Yeah, you would, you would think that. But then, you know, an NFC championship game happened, and that wasn't the solution. Well, he wasn't exactly showing signs of life in that game either like i was torn myself when they made the decision i was like well i could watch rogers throw it at you know somebody's ankles again or you know take some points and yeah but i mean if that was the case though then dude did you really expect that they were going to get back down the field and score again yeah you know what i mean it's like it's like a double-edged sword it was right or wrong it's just it's tough it's and especially when you're a coach who's got all of 50 seconds to make that decision. Yeah. Take a timeout. It gives you, what, another minute? Like, we had months to think about it and process it and make a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy to, to do on the back end. Right, but what I mean, do? here we are splitting hairs again over something that happened, you know, a year ago. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's quick go over the matchups this week because every week as we go, uh, I, I feel like... I feel like the standings are pretty tight, aside from the fact that there's, like, three guys that are out of it. They um, look really pretty. Like, every every division has two people tied at the top and two people yeah. tied at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. It's very uniform. I, I almost appreciate the symmetry. <laughs> uh, I, I'm playing Crawl this week in a big matchup because um, I can I could gain points on him and, you know, another game and vice versa. He can tie me. Record wise, which I guess. Did you say crawl? Yeah, I'm playing crawl this week. Okay, I thought you said Travis earlier. Yeah, I I was wrong. Okay. Um, and I guess you know at this point, crawl's right. As as long as crawl keeps scoring the amount of points he's scoring, his record really doesn't matter. Right. Because he can get it on points, um, which is you know. I God, I love rule changes. <laughs> it throws a wrench in everything. Because it does. If it wasn't for that, I'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> um, then you're playing uh, the old panda guy, which yeah, Justin's been his team's been rough lately. So I think he'll maybe be all I'll right get there. lucky and he'll you know sit a quarterback against me too. Well, I mean, playing either Tua or Heineke is basically like sitting a quarterback. Yeah, well, he's going to have to sit Jones because Jones is going to be out at a minimum this week. Jones? So, Aaron Jones. Oh, that way, yeah, okay. Uh, then we got Steve and um, 
Jason, that's a first place matchup. Yeah, that's a fun one, actually. I might, might keep an eye on that one. Um, we got Andrew and Ed. We can just forget that that's even happening. Yeah, what is what do we even call that? <laughs> we got Luke and Ryan, which I'm going to cheer for Ryan on this one because I don't think I'm going to be able to catch Ryan, but I definitely am about to catch Luke in points, and I need him to lose some games. So let's go, yeah. Ryan. And... Uh, <laughs> Oh, th- that's and then you have Los and Travis playing each other this week. So, you know, one of the two guys is gonna have another win, and the other one's gonna lose ground. I'm rooting for Zach in this situation, but uh, I don't know how much hope there is for him there. Yeah. So, what determines the? Uh the first round buy in our league. Did we change that at all? Is it just best records? So the even fir- if they're in the, the same first division round by is the top two division winners. And, and you know what? Hold on. Let's go to a caller. Okay. We're, we're going to go to a caller. We're going to discuss some stuff. We have somebody calling in here um, th- who wants to discuss some of the seating situations here. Ooh, this is exciting. All right, on the hotline, we have Ryan Rumlow. Ryan has a bone to pick with you. Actually, no, I, he has a bone to pick with all of us. Um, you we, can pick my bone anytime. Buddy. <laughs> all right, that's a, that, uh, okay. We're well, talking, guys, for the for the football today. But uh, you know, first, just uh, you know, just ten weeks in, just uh, really satisfied uh, with my team performance uh, today. You know, best best record in the league, and. Uh, also, just uh, crushing the, the division, you know, the 5-0 and record, you know, and uh, 2-0 and against, uh, you know, Jason heads up. Um, so just, uh, you know, just a great, great effort so far, you know, the team's mostly through their, their bye weeks and uh, just getting, you know, geared up for that, that playoff push. Now, now, best record in the league. Uh, some would argue you don't have the best record in the league because Jason has more points than you. Yeah, well, so, you know, people can argue that, and uh, I would understand <laughs> that point, just would agree with, would uh, not agree with that, but hey, you know what, I did uh, I did research this morning, I did I did find out that the league is set for all points for, for playoffs, um, so um, even though I don't agree with it, I do understand it, and uh, we'll have to we'll have to make the appropriate adjustments uh, accordingly. So, to okay. recap, best record in the league, seven and three, currently sitting nicely in that fourth uh, projected playoff position. Okay, so the other night, Ryan and I had a conversation. It it was, ended up being a heated conversation over a few drinks at a bar, um, <laughs> but Ryan made a, a a pretty decent argument on his end. Like, I I don't have any way to discount what he's saying it's just another way of looking at how to seed the playoffs and so i have this sheet right here which obviously you people at home can't see but this is the official rule sheet for our league and the official rule seat rule sheet has tiebreakers there's regular season matchup tiebreakers there's playoff seeding tiebreakers there's playoff matchup tiebreakers so the playoff seeding tiebreakers goes number one, regular season record, number two, most points, number three, head-to-head record. 
So this doesn't factor in divisions at all. This is just a blanket, you know, blanket seeding regardless. It doesn't change versus division. Ryan made the argument that we should qualify the division winners by record, then by head-to-head record, and then points, which I can't argue against that. That's not a bad idea. Um, That's just we never set it up that way. It does seem strange that you can have the same record as a guy that you've beat twice and somehow still be behind them. I, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, exactly. I, I, was, I was just caught off guard that, that that was a goal. So, I mean, I, I play, you know, first of all, to win every week, and then second of all, play to win the division. And then when you do that perfectly, um, if I may add, and then still be seated, you know, fourth in the playoff projection, it's, uh, it's just a little confusing on my end. I guess I would also add a provision to those rules where if you have four players from the same team on your fantasy roster that you're disqualified altogether for incompetence. But that wasn't your fault either because you don't do your own drafts. So I guess hey, the hey, whole hey, thing hey. is null and void. <laughs> is, it, is it me or are some other uh, individuals in the league kind of following suit as far as uh, getting players uh, from, the, from the same team? I, I want to say I, I started a trend there. But, you know, you can't argue with uh, <laughs> results, uh, I guess. So. You know, sometimes things just fall into place for you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you want to have the bills, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, so Ryan, to, to me, Ryan brought up a good point. It's something I never thought of. You know, the, our playoff seating is just a blanket. You know, this is how it is all the way across. Um, you know, maybe if Ryan would show up to a end-of-the-year party or a draft, he could bring this up to vote. Ryan, do you think you'll ever do that? Yeah, you know, you know, we'll, we'll see how the, the rest of the year finishes out. You know, so there's, there's four weeks. There's four weeks left in, uh, in the year yet. So, Usually um, only show up when I win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I fully acknowledge that, um, you know, I need to be there uh, to make those types of changes. But, uh, you know, now I, I know the rule. You know, there's four weeks left, you know. Regardless, tied with uh, Jason for record and down 50, 55 points. So, you know, so I'm gonna, I got to say not time. I got to say not knowing that rule is kind of a, a rookie Ed move there. I mean, OK, not knowing <laughs> if you can play running back in the flex <laughs> is not the same as not knowing the playoff division beating tiebreaker. OK, I just want to put it through that uh, right now. All right. Fine. In Ed's defense, he's still learning what the positions actually play on the football field he's he's getting there yeah who's, who's that c anderson guy yeah now he, he played quarterback and they were all the same to him it was just people yeah. running around that he was throwing footballs at right right now now that we have to we have to zoom ryan in um ed has a bone to pick with you robert and i was hoping to call ed but uh <laughs> At this point of the night, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to he answer number one. to one of the pods and, and finally yes. wants to respond? <laughs> he has a bone to pick with you. He's like, why does Robert keep shitting on me? I'm like, wow, well, you know. Because <laughs> he's never around. He's not present. <laughs> I'm trying to bait him back in. 
Well, and he's you know, taking that bait, Kyle. Let's he's put taking it, it. Let's put it this way. Good luck with that. He's hooked. <laughs> Ryan and I try to try to bait him into just having a conversation with us. Sometimes we can't get him to do that. Yeah, yeah. I just got to know how to work him. No, I just I think this year, uh, especially, uh, just really, uh, really close. You know, top six, seven, eight teams. I mean, I think all within a couple wins of each other. Um, typically, you know, ten games into a season, you start to see some separation, and you see a team really starting to pull away. Um, so I think it's a it's tight this year. Um, and then with the the rule of the last uh, season in points, I mean, that's an interesting caveat. You know, now that we're, you know, getting through most of the bye weeks here and uh, four weeks left and just looking at the matchups a week a lot and it looks like there's a, a lot of uh, almost every match like games within a game, within a game that's to each other. So I think we're going to see that uh, that playoff bracket change out quite a bit after this uh, upcoming week. Yeah, and I mean, I'm definitely cheering for you this week. Um, you know, despite, you know, what Robert would want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I need you to win this week. <laughs> hey, no, uh, I don't plan on letting you down there. So, hey, we're all out for our own self-interest, right? That's, exactly. that's why we why we pay to play. Yep. So we have one more guest that we are adding to this uh, special gentleman fantasy podcast Zoom edition. And uh, we have Aaron here. Aaron is here for his excuse of the week. Aaron, why are you and Stephanie not having a baby this week? So I've come up with a pretty good plan. <laughs> okay, I got to hear this. <laughs> All right, so every night I'm going, you know, putting the kids to bed and lay with lay with uh, lay with them till they fall asleep, and I'm just staying in there. That is that is a good strategy. Well, here's the here's the part that. Uh, you know, the kids don't like. Stephanie comes to get me. So I got, you know, as I'm climbing over bed, you know, fine, I'll, I'll come to bed. Just bang into the kid a bit and wake him up. <laughs> A.K.A. violently shake him awake right before she gets to the door. <laughs> yep. Oh, McKenna woke up. Oh. I, I, I got to stay in here. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's worked out pretty good. Yeah. So far. And now, then if she complains, it's like, see, and you want more of this? You, you, yeah. What are you thinking? Exactly. <laughs> you know, my favorite excuse was now th- we actually missed this week because uh, we missed last week. But uh, for for daylight savings time, Aaron actually told her, hon, uh, daylight savings times this Saturday. I just I don't think we're going to have enough time. And and we're gonna need to get that extra hour of sleep, so we should probably just bypass that. Yeah, nobody yep. wants to have sex jet lagged. <laughs> no, that'd be the worst. I'm, I'm just realizing I'm, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do right now, though. Well, uh, I think there's like a moon phase thing you can make an argument for. There's like, hey, if, uh, I heard if you, you know, if you conceive during this phase of the moon that the baby has a you know 50 percent chance of having sickle cell or something crazy like that oh just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I was thinking I might just sit here and pretend I'm talking on the phone for the next two hours until she's uh, given up. That'll work. It <laughs> works for me. I'm only doing the pod for another half hour time. So I, can't, I can't be doing all that. Well, I still have a chance of getting laid, and I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my wife doesn't even know we're doing the pod right now. Uh, she crawled in bed uh, with me, and we were talking for a little bit, and she fell asleep. While we were talking, so I was like, I'm just sneaking out of here and just going to go downstairs. I don't even need to tell her we're doing this. See, that's actually how I find out we're having a podcast is when that happens. And Kyle's like, oh, sweet. And messages me. Hey, pod in 10 minutes. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's how it, it works. doesn't matter what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what is yeah. your uh, Aaron's beer of the week? Oh, um, I had quite a few good ones on Saturday. There, I think, uh, best one probably the veneration aged in uh, the 1792 whiskey that, barrels. That that was very good. You see, uh, me and Ryan and Aaron and Ed are all in the Three Sheep's Barrel Society down in Sheboygan, and they had their barrel society party this Sunday, uh, not Saturday, Aaron. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> close enough. And uh, yeah. we got to try some uh, some select beers, and yeah, the seventeen ninety two veneration was fantastic. Yep, that was uh, you know one you'll never have again, and it was. Uh, I wish they'd do that one, uh, release it to the public, but yeah. When and uh, we also Nicole uh, got us a cooter board. Uh, from small town grazing. Uh, if you are out there looking for a cooter board, which is short for charcuterie board, um, look up small town grazing. I believe they're on Facebook. They put together one hell of a cooter board for us. Yeah, that, that was a good cooter. That was the talk of the party. It was. Lots of people were uh, yeah. buying that up. And seventeen ninety two was such a good year. Oh, I know. Did you know the Coinage Act was passed in 1792, establishing the United States Mint? The more you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Sorry. Uh, um, is that legit? Or are you just making this shit up again? No, that's a real thing. <laughs> also, in 1792, Kentucky becomes the 15th state of the United States of America. Boom. Wasn't that the year that Columbus sailed the ocean blue? See, Ryan gets a cool inside scoop of how we cue drops over video. He's like, what is he doing? With this <laughs> I thought we were like, directing a band or something. More or less. <laughs> Kyle forgets he has drops unless I got, okay, I got, got this okay. whole on, board. I was checking the uh, specs on the end line for the rotary girder. I'm retarded. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, while we're all here, uh, Aaron, what yes. is your what is your comments on how the league is going right now? Oh, I'm I'm just really rooting for Ed at this point. <laughs> and we're still working on letting Ed give you clearance to uh, to be part owner of his team. 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna wear him down for next year, I think. Yeah. We just gotta have you co sign. That way you don't even have to do anything. You can just watch over everything. Maybe you could insert the defense into his lineup that he picked up on Thursday for yeah. him. That that'd be helpful. <laughs> Isn't Aaron the defending XFL fantasy football champion? That is true. I mean, that that would yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron has won XFL fantasy football championship. It, I have it was been a f- in one fantasy league. He's one and over, and uh, yeah. Things to aspire you will, to. You will be forever undefeated in the <laughs> fantasy league. <laughs> All it took was oh, no, four it's weeks. Back. <laughs> Twenty twenty three. It's coming back supposedly. I I mean, good luck. We'll see what happens. Oh, they, I hope they just so. they just great. hired a bunch of people last week. Did they? Yeah, this they have a shit. new uh, CEO. Shit is happening. Can we buy yeah. stock in this shit? I don't know if you want to do you that. Have to talk to the Rock about that. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the former Battlehawk backup quarterback being the seven-time Super Bowl champion, Tom Brady, on <laughs> Yeah, and we got we got two XFL quarterbacks in the NFL now. Uh, one is getting vultured by Cam Newton, and the other one just beat a Super Bowl champion in Tom Brady. Yeah. But they both won this week. We, right, but. But Cam yeah. stole the thunder from uh, right. seeing Walker. Cam back in Carolina just felt right, though. I liked it. Agreed. Hit Robbie Anderson for a touchdown. It's like always right in Carolina again, <laughs> minus the fact that McCaffrey got vultured by my boy Hubbard, who I was going to drop, but now I'm wondering if I should. Well, I who cares? It's a fucking Carolina running back. It's the highest drafted running back in fantasy. It's relevant. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. See, now that you reminded me, I have the I could see drop. McCaffrey talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to go back to doing what we were doing here. It's his All nice right. way of telling hey. you two to get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. I think yeah. that's what we're going to do here. But I'm d- derailing you too let's, much uh, now. I let's, see how it is. let's go into a a unabridged. We're going we're to just go straight into parent corner here. I, I'm sorry. Family circle here. We can't use parent corners trademarked. Uh, let's not use that. Uh, we're going to go into family circle here. Robert, what do you got for family circle this week? Um, I don't see my family much this time of year, but I'm told they're doing well. All right, great. Thanks, Robert. Ryan, <laughs> what's your family up to? Oh, you know, probably at the local establishment. Um, but uh, no, no, seriously, no, uh, you know, good coming up. All right, Aaron, what are your girls? Now, when up he to? talks about the local establishment, he means that they run a bar and grill. No, they um, don't. <laughs> Uh, our, our our listeners at home that aren't part of like our life, you know, our girl in Taiwan and and all the other thing or wherever it is, uh, would think that he's just saying they're a bunch of alcoholics. No, 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 no. But he is saying that now because they don't run a bar anymore. They haven't ran a bar in like a year and a half, two years. Right. Uh, well, I'm trying to save their reputation. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> they're all just out well, getting drunk on a Tuesday. They're, they're whatever. Doing well. They're doing well. <laughs> We can add that for all, right? No. 
Hey, Aaron, what what are you? What's going on with your girls? Boy, um, not really much exciting things going on. Wish I had some stories to give you, but uh, it's been uh, pretty quiet lately. They've all been lurking around the house, really tired because they're getting violently shaken <laughs> awake throughout the night. So yeah, yeah. it's been a little <laughs> slow at the household. Recently, we've got awake a after school. And... Recently, you got a message home from Porter's teacher saying that she's fallen asleep in class now. Yeah, I mean, that, that's to be expected with with how her nights have been going. So not too concerned about that. You can explain their sacrifice when they're older. They'll understand. Yeah, right. Look, you get more Christmas presents because. <laughs> all right. Exactly. I got fire here. All right. So my kids are going through a phase right now. Okay. And it's that phase that I think every family or children in families go through. And the phase that we're going through right now is every time we eat dinner, something gets spilled. Just like unavoidable, a couple like they they drink nothing but water with dinner now, because inevitably a cup will get spilled, or one of them will be walking back to the kitchen with a plate after they're done eating, and the plate ends up on the floor. I've lost so many plates. We don't even give the kids glasses anymore. We started giving giving them paper plates for everything because we've lost we've had so many casualties for plates cups have been lost everywhere uh there's been so many cups of water spilled on the floor it's just insane does anybody else have that problem yes they're called children kyle (laughs) and their motor function isn't quite as developed as an adult's so occasionally they spill things. It is a, you know, it's normal, especially it, when you have a it isn't, million kids in your, it's like law of averages. It isn't like an how occasion. How many small children, you know? It isn't an occasion. Thing. It is just literally every dinner time. It's like, all right, who's spilling what tonight? Someone just want ra- to Such a first time dad can, thing to say. Can someone, like, can someone raise a hand? Just tell me who's oh, the one. kids spill- just poop all the time and spill stuff. I don't understand. <laughs> someone explain it. My favorite's when they like spill something twice, like immediately in a row. And- yeah, and the second time they look at you as if they were testing you too. They're like, huh, "What do you oh. think of that, Dad?" Mine are like they do it the second time, and they're just like heartbroken. I can't believe I screwed up again. Oh, like- I could see your girls doing that too, and then you can't even be mad at them. Yeah. Oh, I do. I'm, I'm sorry you up. did that too. <laughs> <laughs> We're all sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, we will catch you next time. We, and Aaron will be back next week for his excuse of the week and his favorite beer of the week. Uh, Ryan will be back next time he wants to scream at me at a bar over a fantasy football rule and uh, and, and maybe we'll get Ed if we can do one of these before 7 p.m. But that's probably never going to happen. <laughs> well, you don't want to cut into his Halo time. He's been playing a lot of Halo lately, apparently. <laughs> 
I do like that franchise. I I didn't even know they were still making Halos yet. I I own a PS3. Dude, Paramount Pro, Paramount Plus is putting on like a live action series for Halo. It's going to be awesome. I just okay. Shameless plug. See if they'll give us some money for for mentioning that. I don't know. Let's let's see if we can speaking, get sponsored. Speaking of shameless plugs, uh, how did the uh, grand opening go? It was bonkers. Uh, we sold probably four times more that day than we did on our best day up until then. Okay, it was pretty pretty crazy. Well, here's the burning question: Did anyone use the podcast? It's still wide open. Shit. Well, well, Aaron and Ryan and I had had a last minute idea that we were just gonna fill up my van with league members, and we were gonna try to head out there. Uh, and then, you know, we realized it was my birthday, and uh, my wife would have killed me had me and eight other guys <laughs> just took off halfway through the day. It's your birthday. <laughs> if I can't get into a van and ride off into the sunset with all my friends, then what the hell is the point? Well, one of these one we of these did for your bachelor party. Why we can't did, we just yeah. do it for everything? One of these weekends, I'm we're just going to fill up my van and we're all going to come out to Appleton. Uh, we're all going to buy our our Empty wives. Words. No, I'm serious. We're all going to buy our wives Christmas gifts. We're going to get our one percent off and. Uh, and hopefully you and I can get a bottle of early times whiskey sometime in the next five years. Well, if you do that, maybe I can justify her uh, making a small investment when the XFL does come back and maybe buy a couple runs of Battlehawks attire at, you know, at her cost and give it to us at another sweet deal. We'll, we'll come up with a <laughs> promo code for that. Maybe we'll all get some, some new jerseys. I didn't I even, I didn't even realize that was a possibility. Yeah, man, she's a she's she's legit. She can get that stuff cheap as hell. She's just got to buy it and runs like one of every size or whatever. You hear that, dude? We can get a lot of battle hawks here, guys. Yeah, dude, it's it's science. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't overpay on the website. I mean, I already have three sweatshirts, four long sleeves, seventeen t-shirts, but you know, I can have more. I, I got yeah, one t-shirt. More. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired of wearing the same, you know, few outfits every Friday. Imagine the new gear they'll come out with. It's going to be lit. This is going to be great. For those of you who don't know, uh, me, Aaron, and Ryan found that when the XFL went under, I I believe it was like Memorial Day weekend, they ran this crazy deal because Dix was the official uh, provider of T-shirts. Dix ran this deal where all... Um, XFL gear was like 75% off or something. Yeah. Um, so you could get, you could literally get XFL t-shirts for less than a roll of paper towel. So we just bought t-shirts to use, you know, to mop up spills. Yeah. Yeah. Just mop up spills, uh, you know, uh, wash walls in your house. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, wash walls in our house, uh, grease rags, you know, things to wear. I mean, we bought, you know, anywhere between 30 and 50 T-shirts between the three of us. Well, yeah, the trick was to get at least $49 worth of apparel to get shipping, yes. which ended up being like, yeah. Which, 
which was difficult because when every when yeah when every shirt was three fifty and you needed to get to fifty bucks, you had to buy fifteen shirts. <laughs> Could have just bought a couple and just paid the shipping. No, because that's wasting money. No, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to bother explaining the differential math there, but uh, good for you. That's, that's great. But that was wasting money. If it was going to cost you $15 in shipping, you could have got three more shirts. Exactly. Suppose yep. so. I mean, now we're stocked up for shirts, though. I mean, eventually, I you know, and I'm surprised I don't, I don't get the comments of what the hell are the Battlehawks? Because so many people see me over and over again in Battlehawks gear because I just wear Battlehawks stuff four days a week. I'm surprised people I, don't comment on it. I don't know. I've I've worn a Battlehawks shirt every Friday for the last year and a half because we have a video conference call at work and no one has ever commented on me always wearing a Battlehawks shirt. I, I can 100% vote for that. <laughs> I think sometimes people are afraid to ask when they don't know what something is, and they're just like, and they just go look it up on the back end. But honestly, Kyle, we're just all glad that you stopped trying to suction your body into your old Ron Collie stuff and that you have Battlehawk <laughs> stuff that fits you. So, you know, much appreciated. Uh, shout out to Ron Collie. I went uh, to Ron Collie last weekend for their fall musical. And they did a rendition of Jesus Christ Superstar, which happened to be my first, uh, my first acting role. Wow! Was in Jesus Christ Superstar back in two thousand and three. Incredible! It wasn't as incredible as when I was in it, you know, because we were just better at everything. Um, yeah, you know. I mean that it was just an era, you know. We we just cared more. Yeah, I mean Robert was in, I believe, four musicals, and you got punched in every one. Yeah, I really like to be the guy getting getting punched for some reason. I I made a I I think I'm just hateable. Am I a hateable guy? Yes. I mean, everyone else testify here. Am I am I the most punchable face in the in the league right now? Well, I mean. Listening to the first podcast of the year, you know, it, it's hard for uh, it's hard for me to say otherwise. <laughs> Look, I'm just, I was operating purely off of statistics here. Okay, I I, to, I I mentioned in many pods. I just go by the numbers. All right, your your odds were not that great of having something like that actually work out. I'm impressed. I'm not saying it didn't work out for you. You have one more win than I do. I mean. <laughs> Cool beans, man. I just don't agree with it. Well, on that note, um, I think we're going to call our quits for the night. Uh, I am Kyle with my buddy Robert. Ryan's on the line and Aaron also. Uh, This is the Gentleman Fantasy Podcast. You guys all have a good week. Sticky.